0: From 99.9 The Fan, this is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Joining us on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline is the Chancellor of the University of North Carolina. Kevin Guskowitz joining us now. And, Kevin, thank you for the time. And I guess we can just get right into this. You know, your, your life's pursuit, uh, even before taking over as Chancellor at UNC... It was essentially, let's let's make sports safer. Let's make football safer. But I'm going to borrow a phrase from Bamani Jones, uh, our, our friend and former colleague here at 999 The Fan, that, you know, trying to make football safer is like trying to make a safe cigarette. Like it doesn't really exist. <laughs> so how do how do you balance that, given what we've seen this week with DeMar Hamlin?
1: Yeah. Well, first of all, thanks for having me this morning. And uh, I'll just say that, uh, yeah, a lot of our work here at UNC uh, Chapel Hill has been around improving safety in sport. We've got a, a two or three centers here that really focus on this work. And, and I'm proud of the work that we've done. And I, I would say that it's never been safer to play sport than it is today. And um, there, there's more that we can be doing to uh, continue to improve safety. And in your situation that we, that we saw on Monday evening in that uh Bill's Mangles game, and it does uh, raise the question, though, and so I understand the concerns that people may have. Kevin
2: Guskiewicz is the chancellor at UNC. As I like to say in his previous life, he worked with the NFL. He's, an, he's a neuroscientist, and he worked with not only the NFL but college football in improving head injuries and concussions and studying where they come from. And, and Kevin, I'm curious, when you're watching the game on the night, if you were, you know, what was your kind of initial reaction to seeing – uh, the collision between Damar Hamlin and uh, T. Higgins, and and did you think like a lot of people? Did you think like, oh no, that's um, uh, you know, he got up, he was woozy, or what was kind of your initial reaction?
1: Yeah, I was watching it, and uh, as soon as uh, we realized that this was more severe than uh, the the typical situations we see. I mean, it's 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 not that uncommon to see um, you know a stretcher coming out onto the field. I mean, it doesn't happen certainly in every game, or every other game, but we see it several times in a season. Uh, and, um, but, uh, you could tell just by, uh, seeing the reaction from the fans, the, the players, the, uh, the way the commentators were, um, sort of speechless in, in, in many ways that this was different. And I was, um, uh, my text started blowing up, you know, people saying, well, this, this is going to be a, a TBI, a concussion, he's out. And, and uh, you know, they showed, initially showed the, the replay, it certainly did not look like a, like a head injury. And so that, that even, concerned me even more, um, because it didn't appear, it was a concussion where he just got unconscious for a few seconds or a minute or so. But um, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's a very, very rare uh, event, uh, which is why, the, you know, how many times this week that we hear this is an unprecedented situation and if you think about the number of game exposures in football in a given year uh, at all levels of play from high school up through the pros um, you just don't see, you know thousands and thousands of game exposures uh, in a year that uh, you just don't see this. so it was it was concerning and it's been a tough week but uh, I do think the league's handled it well and um, I'm pleased to see that all the focus has been on um, you know on, on players recovery to the extent
2: that you're comfortable what were some of the conversations like when you were trying to help the nfl and trying to educate the nfl and and maybe help them make the game safer and there's no doubt that it is safer today than it has it has really probably ever been um but to to the extent you're comfortable what were some of the conversations that you had like with the nfl i know you are a proponent of eliminating the kickoff sometimes i have a, a vision of you being like you know the the mad scientist trying to explain to them like, Hey guys, this, this is not a good idea. And maybe, maybe Goodell or Belichick say to you, who is this quack trying to tell us to get rid of the kickoff? We gotta have the kickoff.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I remember the meeting that it was in. I mean, it was on the NFL's, uh, Head, neck, and spine committee at the time, and we had some really compelling data here from UNC. Uh, it was about six years' worth of data showing that because we had accelerometers in the helmets, and we, uh, and, and, and you know, NCAA, uh, NFL football, not, not much different in terms of the types of collisions these players take and the number of times they take an impact to the head. And uh, so I was invited to the competition uh, committee meeting uh, at the combine back in I think it was 2010. I'm sitting around a table with, uh, with that committee, John Madden's at the table, John who I will say was I think maybe the smartest person at the table, uh, asking really good questions and, uh, and I just put the data up there. I, I, I was uh, smart enough to know that I couldn't come with a slide set. like I'd go to a medical meeting and present uh, <laughs> 50 slides it would have put everybody sleep, and I came with about five slides and uh and with some video on it then showing that uh clearly the kickoff was the most dangerous play in football and that if they were going to take this seriously that began to put some changes in effect and uh, within within two months uh they had uh, changed the kickoff rule, moving the kickoff line up from the 30 yard line to the 35 yard line uh that uh, and and minimizing the running start if you remember they used to have sort of that wedge uh, everybody had to be up on the line so you minimize the running start and uh, sure enough, the data the data don't lie, that's what I've told them, the data don't lie, they're coming off the hmm. accelerometers, and I'm not going to lie, at the end of the season, you're going to see a reduction in the number of concussions on the kickoff. We saw a um, 50% reduction in concussions, a uh, 33% reduction in the number of returned kickoffs uh, because they were kicking them through the end zone, yeah. most of them. So, you know, the data don't lie, and then, as you know, they've changed it even more since then. Um, both the NCAA and the NFL. So we just need to continue to do that. And I've tried Roger Goodell and Roger is a friend. In my opinion, uh, his legacy will be uh, health and safety. Um, And uh, I know that he's taken some hits for that. Uh, with, even by some of the players, thinking that uh, you know the targeting rules, you know they're, they're, they're overdoing it. And but um, I, I think we're headed in a much better place today than we were a decade ago. Kevin
0: Guskiewicz joining us, chancellor at North Carolina here on the OG alongside Joe Giglio. I'm Joe Ovias, and I'm, I'm with you. You know the data does not lie, like the ball don't lie, uh, and you can we can understand that these are the things that you have to do. But isn't the difficulty? actually getting these practices in place you know we can go away from what happened with Demar Hamlin on Monday night we can go to Tua Tungavailoa to kind of get into your wheelhouse here it's the the protocols are in place the steps can be taken but isn't the difficulty of getting coaches and players to have all those things happen the way they should the system as opposed to you know not, not cutting corners but not following through on the protocols which could lead to larger issues
1: Absolutely, and uh, sadly it takes situations like what we witnessed on on Monday night, uh, which again is not a, not a traumatic brain injury, uh, no protocol that could have prevented that. Uh, in fact, uh, let me just say that the medical staff there and protocols that were in place just to sort of post-event, post-injury post, post, post uh, worked to perfection the best we can tell, uh, you know, here four or five days later. And, uh, and it's probably why the more one is, is having a, maybe you know, recovering right now, which is, I mean, every time I get an update on I'm like, this is fantastic. Like, but I think it's events like that that do cause people to step back, whether that's the code, whether that's the, um, you know the league's uh, medical uh, the team that's looking and reviewing protocols all the time. Uh, the players themselves, I think, it put everything in perspective. The other night, uh, fortunately I didn't try to get back out and play that game; it would have been ridiculous. Um, and I've had to defend that with some people saying, "Well, you know, why do they, they should have gone back out? I mean, what's you know what's the threshold by which uh, you're going to postpone a game versus you know suit back up and keep going?" Uh, and I said, "Listen, this is a, this is unprecedented. This is the first time I think anybody's." knowledge that uh, we had a player uh, on a field who in some ways was closer to dead than alive. And that is where it stopped eating. And uh, at any rate, I think that it takes situations like that for people to put things in perspective and say, we have got to, uh, you know, err on the side of caution in every turn, whether we're talking about a uh, cardiac event, uh, uh, you know, one of my close colleagues that passed out at uh, University of Connecticut uh, is a leading expert in heat-related illnesses. And you know, we had some Corey Stringer that situation. So that was a wake-up call for everybody. And then with, with the concussions and traumatic brain injury work, I think that people are taking it more seriously. I think finally the uh, the league and the players' association are, are very much aligned. I think they have been for several years, but they weren't. When I was back on the on the committee, I was on both the NFLPA's committee and the NFL's committee. And uh, we were trying to get them aligned and I think they are today and so um, but the players themselves have a responsibility. You know Lamar Hamlin the other night there's nothing he could have done to to prevent that. But I will say that with the concussion protocols, uh, there are situations where the, the players, despite the best tools that we have in our toolbox, to Evaluate concussion. The player has to do their part too and to be and being honest with the with the athlete trainer and the position. And there are situations where that's evaluated and looked at where that hasn't been the case.
2: Kevin Guskowitz is North Carolina's chancellor. He's joining us here on the OG. That's Joe Ovius. I'm Joe Gilliar. Before we let you go, I I just want to throw you a, a bit of a curveball here. Are you a, a fan of breaking bad? I'm not okay. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 most of my friends are my kids, but I, <laughs> okay. it's a, it's a, stre- it's a stressful know, show. Man. It's very stressful, but there's also a speech in there uh, that Mike gives to Walter White about half measures. No, no half measures. Kevin, you're a guy with no half measures, man. You're, you're trying to solve <laughs> concussions issue issues and you're in the, you know, the first adult portion of your life. And now you get to Carolina, you got silent Sam, you got a pandemic and then Roy Williams retires. Like, you, you got to take it a little bit easy, man. You got to give yourself a little well, bit of a break.
1: I've always said, easy is boring, and uh, <laughs> I, I'm, uh, I'm I'm not getting bored. I love this. I love the university. I love I love the role that I'm in right now, and uh, and, and this is a great uh, university. It's making a difference in, in a number of fronts. Uh, I'm proud to say that we're doing a lot of good work on the sports injury front. But I could to point to uh, two dozen other areas where I think we're leading in, and, and proud of that. So, but I appreciate it, Kevin Guskowitz. UNC Chancellor, we appreciate
0: the time. Very insightful, and uh, hopefully, as you said, lessons learned, and and players uh, will follow suit as well, along with the league following suit.
1: Well, thanks again for having me, and uh, I hope you all have a great weekend.